0: k Pod Casto My name is Andrew Steiner and today we're going to be talking about Zen Buddhism in a temple in Japan and my experience with that uh, I want to talk about this because I'm working very diligently on a new show that I will be touring hopefully around A burlesque show. There will be dancing, there will be butt cheeks, there might even be boobs, there will be guided meditation, there will be chanting, there will be music, there will be sketches, and most of all, there will be the story of how I uh, found my guru and became an advanced meditator. uh, I'm an intermediate meditator. Let's be perfectly honest but uh i i did that when i was younger and that and so you will see a bunch more solo episodes of this podcast that are related to those topics because i am trying to make the best of my time and uh i'm writing a bunch of material about that and i I mean, I will occasionally release episodes about other things, and of course I will have guests on, and they will definitely be about other things, but I want to, I'm in the zone, you know, so I'm trying to stay in the zone, and uh, that is why the ep- this episode is, at least is about that, this is about this, not, a, not about that, anyway. So, I want to take you through a day in the life of a Buddhist monk. And that's basically what I was. I I wasn't officially a monk because I didn't ordain, but I was living like a monk for uh, for all intents and purposes and haircuts. And uh, that's where our day started with the haircuts. We woke up super early, 3.30 in the morning. First thing you do, shave your head. And the reason Buddhists shave their head is to decrease distractions. You know, if you're worried about what your hair looks like or whether people find you attractive, you're not thinking about your breath or your your dan tien, which is what Jap- Japanese and Taoist influence Buddhism believes is the center of your energetic consciousness in your body. It's like two inches below the navel, in, inside a few centimeters. But that seems silly, right? Because you know, if you're uh, if you shave your head, you have other distractions. You have to put on sunscreen, and you're, and you're cold. And women come up to you saying, oh, bald is beautiful, Mm, so sexy, and they rub your head, and then they try to fit your head up them and try to reverse give birth to you. And also, I know one monk who got sued for reflecting light into a uh, driver's eye, and he caused a big crash, and that was a whole... There's a whole drama in the Buddhist community, but anyway, we wake up at 3:30 a.m. just before ghost dinner. Yeah, we—that's uh, why we wake up so early. It's because we need the ghosts of dead monks and nuns to learn properly, because they—they they possess us and they meditate for us so we know how it feels to be an advanced practitioner. And it was kind of weird at first letting someone control my body and my mind, but if you've ever worked in an office, same thing, right? And uh, the only thing the monks, um, the dead monks really ask in return for possessing you and showing you how to meditate is they they just want to you know use you like a sex toy if, if you've ever get, gotten like shivers you know that's a ghost basically using you as a vibrator they make you shiver they possess you for a second they make you vibrate it then they stick you inside them they, they can change their body proportions so they can fit anything and then time moves different for ghosts, so that shiver lasts for like hours, and they get off, and you're ne- you're walking to work neck deep in Casper's ass, but you have no idea. So no harm, no foul, right? That's and that's where they got the the character of Ghost Rider from, but they made it kid friendly by by giving him a flaming skull and uh, a motorcycle. So that's you believe you'll learn a new thing. If you ever get a pressure headache, that's a, a ghost banging you right in your third eye. And then when they don't pull out and they come inside your third eye, that's how you come up with new ideas. So, really, we're not, we can't take credit for anything. It's all ghosts fucking us. And that's basically how the world goes around. Anytime you got a migraine, that's basically you got some ghost nuts slapping on your bridge of your nose like some tight glasses. And then we, uh, after we meditate with the ghosts, you know, we go chant. Go chant some Buddhist scriptures or sutras, which, uh, means thread, which is weirdly related. It sounds like the word suture, which actually might be etymologically related, because Indo-European languages, man, they're all tied together. Uh, but anyway yeah we go chant and originally Buddhists chanted scripture to memorize them because books were rare before the printing press Um, so they'd memorize the scripture so they just knew it Um, but yeah imagine if we still had to memorize everything imagine if books were rare imagine if there were only like five devices in each town or city And there was like a library with five different devices and one had Wikipedia loaded onto it and one had Amazon and one with like YouTube and one with Facebook and one with I guess Pornhub. You'd have to have a porn device for the town. And you'd be walking home chanting the things you looked up like uh, um, a Sarah laptop. $99 free shipping 128 gig SSD hard drive 8 gigs of RAM 4.5 reviews average 400 reviews oh, stupid shit you get way better at visualization too because you know now that we can look up anything and watch TV all the time you don't have to we don't have to use our imaginations anymore man but if you if that's all we have we had no books and we just had five devices you know, you have to you have to memorize the cute cat videos from YouTube if you for the dark times, you know, of your life. Just look back on them, and then cute cat videos from Pornhub for even darker times, the darkest of dark times when you need to jerk the the pussy area um, of your soul. Yeah, but that that was the thing. Could not masturbate if we were the best chanter we would get to wear the party robes which had vibrating underwear that um is not considered masturbating because you don't control the vibrations and um yeah no one else controls them they're automatic the algorithm is controlled by the the plants um yeah and uh yeah, but ma- we weren't allowed to masturbate at the monastery because it was considered a waste of energy. You know what else is was a waste of energy? Punching a priceless statue of Manju Shri because I haven't come in five weeks. That's all waste of energy, man. Uh, the Buddha, the Buddha had a whole list of things you could not have sex with. He was v- very anti-sex, you know. We think um, we think Catholic sex guilt is like unique to Western culture and Puritanical American shit. It's all us and Victorian era prudishness, but no, the Taoists and the Buddhists were all fucking scared of their ej- ejaculations and orgasms and threatened by female sex- sexuality too. But yeah like the Buddha said You, you couldn't have sex with people You can not have s- masturbate You couldn't have sex with the mud You know if you're horny enough To fuck a hole in the ground You're too horny To let a rule stop you You're gonna fuck that hole in the ground If that's where you're at mentally So that's a stupid rule <sighs> The Buddha has some, has some Damning quotes man So the Dalai Lama Buddha said It would be better that your penis be stuck into the mouth of a viper, a black viper, than into a woman's vagina. And I guess he has a point if the black vipers are a street gang known for their superb head-giving abilities and traditions. The Dalai Lama once said that it is crucial to have the ability to protect ourselves from the error of ejaculation. Yeah, which is why I always update my anti-coming software. I can't let it happen, you know. And if there if it does come to the time when I do want to have a kid, then I will delete uninstall the software and allow a complete destruction of my soft my hard drive for the for the birth of a new computing system. Um and um yeah man, we chant, we wear the party panties, party robes and then we have breakfast we have a traditional Japanese breakfast which is uh, Japanese have their own type of cereal which is basically used panties and soy milk it's twice used panties because you gotta make them crunchy man uh, and it, yeah one they're used once by the children and then once by 70 year old men who, who um, took them out from the library and mistreated them you could borrow historical used panties also from the library like Linda McCartney, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Beale, Jennifer Love You It. All the Jennifers they have in Japan because J country, J ladies, you know, that's how, that's how they do it over there. And then once someone misuses the panties and gets them... Crusted up Then you are uh, Then they sell them To the general public Or donate them To a monastery For cereal And that's how That's what we ate Most days It's pretty nutritious Pretty good And then we do uh, Samu Zen Which is basically Working meditation We just basically do uh, Which is You know It's just working While being very aware Of your Not getting paid Things. I cut down dead branches and rake leaves and one time I was so focused on my breathing I raked my way into the street I started raking someone's dog and it, they were almost kicked me out of the monastery because they misheard me when I said I accidentally raked a dog and no, I didn't hurt it the owner was laughing the dog loved it when I was raking its butt you know that's why they like being raked uh, being scratched in the butt. Oh, scratched in the butt. Okay, you're cool, bro. Just don't let it happen again. And sometimes we'd have uh, honored guests visit the monastery, and we'd have extra work like serving them food. One time we had uh, a local head of the local mafia, and we had Slash from Guns and Roses visit the the temple, and we I remember serving him food and. I did you know he, uh, he I learned a lot actually just watching him eat he ate his all of his food off of the back of his guitar he just poured the noodles and the rice on the back and then he instead of using chopsticks he used two whammy bars so devoted to his craft that he he ate he literally ate in guitar I'm sure he slept guitar somehow too and uh, that's how you become great you know you get food all over your work and then you have the focus to ignore it and then we had lunch we do alms where we beg you know but we didn't need money because we had, were sponsored we had we had plenty of money at the monastery we didn't beg for money you know how uh, like zen is all about just being in the present moment that's why we were sponsored by Nike, because it's like, just do it. You know, we had that written on the bells, and we had uh, Nike swooshes. We'd just rake them into the pebble gardens, and we had we all got free Air Buddha sandals. It was nice. And, uh, yeah. Um, what was I saying? What the fuck was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah, begging. We didn't need no fucking money. We had people donate we have them donate with stars we have them donate stars and i know you can't really own a star but you know when you look up at the sky and you're a monk and you haven't been allowed to to have an orgasm or you're a nun and you haven't been allowed to orgasm in years and you see a star and you're like okay that's my star i'm a shiny shiny little person and uh it makes you feel not so horny like when you feel the world is so vast but so connected to you you sometimes forget about wanting to bust a nut and uh yeah we also had um one day off every eight days because, you know, one day a week off, that's soft, man. Let alone some bitch-ass weekends that we get off here. People working four days a week. What the fuck is that? Like me. Um, uh, but usually I'd go into the city, I'd eat some sushi, some crab on some, some spaghetti. The food in Japan is amazing because, like... It's uh, it's good everywhere and it's cheap. It's relatively cheap, you know. Like a hotel is nine hundred dollars, but you can get some foie gras with truffles for like four bucks. And you you know how blind people develop super senses? Well, Japanese people because they're almost blind, they don't care about living in a box as long as they eat good food because they experience the world mostly through taste and touch anyway and um yeah and japan's is also weird because it's like even old factory towns have like cartier watch stores and fine dining and fashionistas like most of japan is hipsters like you see you see old men with chrome sneakers and leather sunglasses walking down the street with a handlebar mustache and a and a pocket watch made of smithereens and park rinds you know and then we just meditate a lot, you know, meditate between six and twelve hours every day. Six hours on a light day, eight hours on a like kinda normal day. And then twelve hours. Ten to twelve hours on a um on a session, which is like a ten intensive practicing period. We do about one week a month. We have twelve hour a day weeks. Which were super intense you have to be quiet you're not allowed to brush your teeth or floss or pick the crust out of your eyes not allowed to wipe your butt uh no trimming your nails you still can shave your head but you have to you have to do it um very silently you know allowed to clean the earwax out of your ears not allowed to pick your nose definitely not allowed to eat your boogers You have to donate your boogers to the fish if they fall out. And not allowed to scratch, not allowed to roll over in your sleep, not allowed to put on deodorant, not allowed to move uh, faster than 3 miles per hour, not allowed to jump, not allowed to tumble or roll, not allowed to spin more than 270 degrees at any one time. So it's a very strict, very strict time. And then we had an even stricter time once a year for rohatsu, which is the extreme, extreme sashin. And then you're allowed to do everything you're allowed to do as a normal person, not a monk. You're even allowed to have sex and drink and do drugs. But you're not allowed to enjoy any of it. So that's interesting. And then we'd uh, go to sleep at 9 p.m. And that was a day in the life of a monk. And, um, yeah, that was basically it. If you have any questions about what do you think it's like to be a Buddhist monk, well, I should have just asked that on Instagram before I started this, right? So, fuck me, you dumb bastard, Andrew. But anyway, um, I hope you... Uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. God, I know it's disgusting. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to have a, sh- a the first run of this show on September 20th at Olives in Nyack, New York at 10 p.m. Um, there are tickets if you look, look up uh, Nyack Mini Fringe. Or just DM me or whatever. Or just go. You'll get tickets at the door. Um, but yeah, please come out and support. And come out and support when I'm in your town. Because, you know, I'm going to start touring this thing. I'm trying to get it sharpened into a beautiful, a beautiful thing. You know? And it's uh, its going to grow as I, as I keep doing it. It's going to change. It's going to morph. Because sometimes have people with me sometimes I'll have to have local acts dancing or playing music or acting in the sketch so yeah hit me up also if you want to act or play music or whatever when I'm in your town or dance with your boobs out no nipples exposed don't worry I'll just look at the boobs as if the nipples were exposed it'll be fine and uh um, I'm gonna be sh- dancing mostly naked, too, in the, bo- in the show, too, so you won't be alone <laughs> if you want to volunteer for that. Um, no, we're not gonna dance together, don't worry. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, so keep an eye out for that. Um, my plan is to eventually, you know, release this as an hour, as a, as an album at the very least, maybe as a f- special, as my first special um and do a bunch of similar type hours you know i, I was just, i was thinking about tarantino i want to do a, like tarantino you know i had ten, he's gonna do 10 great movies and then retire and move on to other shit what if i did that what if i did 10 hours of comedy and then retired from comedy not retired from comedy. Well, maybe, maybe moved on to some other creative endeavor or slightly different creative endeavor. Who knows? But just one idea. I just want to get a bunch of these types of shows out there and be be meticulous. Put my everything into it. Put all my focus, all my intelligence and wit and insanity and energy into it, and make it the best possible thing I can make it, and then release it. As a uh, standalone product, um, I'm guessing it'll probably take a year and a half to two years from start to finish. I just started two weeks ago, so not really. Actually, some of these jokes I've been doing for years. Not most of them not, but some of them. Um, but anyway, that's that's basically what I want to say. And uh, I appreciate your listening to this podcast. If you enjoy it, tell your friends and braid it and blah, blah, blah. You know, keep listening, subscribe, all that shiza. So, anyway, have a lovely day. Have a lovely week. May all your beautiful, well thought out dreams come into fruition. May all your family and friends gather around you like chipmunk chipmunk people you know and you're an acorn and they're just lifting you up and devouring you okay that's no that's not you're just uh, you're just a great chipmunk that they're lifting up you don't have to be an acorn so may it all be nice and nice and uh have a have bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye 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 bye